0: Purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. How's the week been for you, mate? Mm, busy. It's been busy back at school, yeah. (laughs) Everyone wanted a piece of you?
0: Still do, mate.
1: Still (laughs) even when I wasn't at school, everyone (laughs) wanted a piece of me then. (laughs) I now I have had a little look over some of the NPC games over the weekend. So got a little bit of commenting on what caught my eye on that. Excellent, good. But we're really looking forward to the Bledislow. Well we are Thursday as well. Thursday. Now do you know why it's on Thursday? Uh no. This is because of COVID. So, because of COVID, they lost a match. Okay. And so, therefore, they're trying to squeeze it in. This was supposed to be in Melbourne, the match. Right. So, trying to squeeze it in. But the AFL, the
0: AFL, yeah.
1: AFL, they're in town. So, they couldn't right. do it on the same day. So, so AFL
0: have Saturday. Yeah. Right. So, people has come Thursday. down
1: Thursday, people stay Friday, go Saturday. That's the uh, idea. Okay. Right. Sold out. Really? Sold out. Marvel Stadium, apparently amazing. Wow. Indoors. Really? <laughs> Looking forward to it. It's going to be loud, isn't it?
0: It will. Can't wait.
1: Those Aussies, they're loud. They don't need a roof and they're no. already loud.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Do you want to do the first one then?
1: Oh, you're moving me on? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, Sick of your
0: voice already.
1: Is that because of... Um... Yeah, okay, just, okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, Toby and Damo. Good. Thank you. This is from Jason Styles. Hello, Toby and Damo. Don't like that. Thank you both for bringing joy and knowledge of rugby to us. Did any of you guys play all black? Did do any of you guys play against all blacks at high school? I played against Jean Serpentine, and he smashed through the whole team, and we lost fifty-five ten. Looking forward to Saturday's commentary. Well, I think you'll probably find it's on Thursday. Yeah, but we won't. Not Jean. <laughs> Jason
0: <laughs> uh, Did I ever play against No uh, Although No actually Sevens wise I played against um, Perry Baker
1: Oh yeah Perry yeah. Baker yeah
0: Yeah uh, Rapido yes. Absolutely rapid Yeah um, Who else I played I went to school mm. With With a few uh, didn't Jamison Gibson Park And Bridgie No his brother. His brother. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Natai I went to school with as well. So
1: Jamison Gibson Park, same year?
0: A year above.
1: A year above. Yeah. He a good player, isn't he?
0: He is now. <laughs> he, to be fair to him, he was back at school. He was just a little bit small back at school. Mm. But that didn't stop him. That didn't stop him. No. Um, and it's clear to see that he's one of the best halfbacks in the world now.
1: He is. I play with quite a few. Did you? I um, played against quite a few. Yeah. Richie McCaw. Yeah. He's, Dan Carter. That? I know. Oh. The Major Brothers. Yeah. Um, Jack, Chris Jack. Ben Blair. You might not know Ben Blair. Yeah, I know but he, Ben Blair, yeah. played a few. He was a bit uh, of a whoosh though, wasn't Carl he? Carl Heyman.
0: Carl Heyman.
1: Oh, good Caveman. player he was. Quite a few. I mean, there's probably a few more. Arlie Williams? Did you play against him? Never played against Arlie Williams. No. I played against um, Kevin Mialamu. Yeah. Played with... Um, Mills Aina as yeah, well. Yeah, nice. And quite a few others. There's yeah, you so, so many. Yeah. The only issue here is I played with them, but I never made it. <laughs> 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 never made it. A lot of those, I mean, I did train against Joan Lomu once. I've told yeah. you the Joan Lomu yes. story. Yeah. My best story. My best story, that one. Uh, yep. So I was lucky I kind of came through when Canterbury – sort of started to dominate New Zealand rugby. Yeah. I was in that sort of group of players and then from then on
0: Canterbury Never Looked Back.
1: Canterbury <laughs> Never Looked Back. A couple of others, um who's who's the one that's just come back now? Oh yeah. Anyway. So it was really good. And, and, and maybe in, it's easier to do that in Christchurch where there was a lot of good players yes. floating around at the time. Yeah. But I played I played against um Brad Thorne. Did you, I was just about to ask yeah. about Brad Thorne. And um well that was the we played against Canterbury when It was like all All Blacks. The whole team were either current All Blacks or past All Blacks. So, yeah, it was tough. I bet. Good fun, though. Yeah. Good fun. Uh,
0: This one's from Jamie. Hi, boys. And that's with a Z. Good man. Love the pod. Just a quick one. If you were to organize halftime entertainment, what would it be?
1: Now, some would think that I'm going to say pole dancers, but I'm not. Really? No, I'm not going to do that. That's not the type of guy I am. Long pause by you. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you the best halftime entertainment I've ever seen. Okay. So, you know, they've got the kicking and they've got the whatnot, yeah. and you, you know, they can be quite entertaining, can't they? Yes, Those types they can. of things. Once I went to a Canterbury game, and Todd Blackadder was the captain, right? The captain of, of Canterbury at the time. And there's a guy called Simon Barnett. Do you remember Simon Barnett? I don't. Simon Phil? No. More FM. Anyway. And this is how, this is how, Rugby was so non-professional back then. At half time, the captain of Crusaders, Todd Blackett, stayed out, and members of the public played ball rush against him. Really, <laughs> yeah. really. So the people that won a competition each day of the week, really, then came along and played ball rush against wow. him, and they had to make it there and back, right, to win the to win the prize. Wow. And he absolutely filled some. <laughs>
0: You would do, wouldn't you?
1: But you'd you'd want to. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was really, really good fun. That is for sure. Really good.
0: Um, Halftime entertainment. What would I want to do? I just think it's good that the youngsters are playing. I think they need to get local clubs and they need to be. The whippersnappers.
1: Yes. You love seeing that. Love seeing that. An opportunity to get onto a pitch, isn't it? Exactly.
0: Especially in a stadium environment um, with loads of people around. Yeah. And it just it, it makes it enjoyable for those kids. They want to then come back and, you know, they've got stories. Oh, you know, I played at halftime uh, at the Crusaders game, things like that. So it's it makes memories for youngsters.
1: It does. I, I always fancy a band, but I, I just don't know how no. you get like a band on pre-match. No, it's, to, it's like, you know, the Super Bowl, they do the old halftime yeah, show. Yeah, but
0: their halftime is 10 hours. <laughs> you know, they could have a whole concert.
1: Absolutely. Maybe not 10 hours. Absolutely. Anyway, no Super Brew today. No Super Brew today. So we're straight over to what you're on. No. no, breaking news. Breaking news. Hughes.
0: Proudly supported by our Patreon members. Well, <laughs> half of them. Uh, I will... <laughs> I will kick us
1: off. <laughs>
0: Did you like that one? No?
1: No, no didn't. I didn't. Mean, kick could. us off. Oh, kick us off. Yes. Oh, sorry. You're trying to be funny.
0: Uh, we spoke about Christian Wade. Yes. Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Now he is actually signed for Rushing 92. Amazing. Yeah. So he is back in Europe uh, playing rugby. So that is good news. I think... Well, we'll see Was how he, he goes. Because he, he's he, been away from rugby for a few years now. He
1: did play in the sevens for Rusting ninety two. Is he is he this is in the fifteen side game as well? Yeah.
0: He's officially signed for Rusting ninety two. Looking forward to working with a special group of people and winning championships. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm I have to say I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes because before he left I never really understood why he wasn't just always consistently on the team sheet for England because you know when we talk about players like Jason Robinson and Christian Cullen whenever they got the ball you were like oh my goodness yeah he was like that for he me. was
0: like that and um I think England needs someone like that you know they they used to have Watson Anthony Watson yeah who was, every time he touched the ball, it was like, you need to tackle him now. Yeah. Tackle him now. Don't give him space. <laughs> tackle him now. Yeah. You know, now! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never could. <laughs> so um, he's he's that kind of player.
1: He is that kind of So guy. it's good yeah. to
0: see him back playing rugby. It's you know I know it's a bit unfortunate that he didn't make it in the NFL, but he's back playing rugby, which is good for the game.
1: It is good for the game. Now, My story here, sir, is Dave Rennie explains wholesale changes to the Wallabies. Basically, some players had a mere Nick White. Shocking game he played on the weekend. I think that was to do with the week before Harry had his Hollywood moment where he fell over after getting his bum fluff uh, flicked. Um, And then there's obviously lots of injuries that the Aussies have had. Uh, The biggest one probably is Noah Lolasio, who hasn't hasn't recovered from concussion. It's a shame, really. He's a good so very good player. They're looking to bring on Bernard Foley. Bernard Foley. Good. Just I like shows it. James O'Connor must have done something stupid at He's done camp. something,
0: hasn't he? Yeah. He's done something. But he always used to be a bit outspoken and a bit more flamboyant than others would want. So I don't mm-hmm. think Dave Rennie is is going to put up with that.
1: Yeah, I'm already surprised though. Fraser McWright. Out, Pete Samu in. Maybe that's to is do it with injury. Well, I think he's played really well, Fraser McRight. So I agree, but you yeah.
0: know, that's what I mean. Is, is it no, an injury? It doesn't or?
1: doesn't seem to be injury. Jed Holloway moves into six. Um you've got Jake Gordon starting at nine. and Andrew
0: Calloway as well. He's starting at fullback.
1: I like Andrew Calloway, though. So do
0: I. He how good was he a couple of seasons ago?
1: Yeah, very good. Well, last, mean,
0: year, last year. Or was it last year? Yeah, yeah. last year.
1: And uh, another big one was David Pariki replaces Fahinga at hooker. Rob Leato, Rob Leato, he's a good player. He's got some good mullet there as well, flying around. Absolutely. So anyway, you know, I oh, think…
0: James O'Connor out of favour and now injured again.
1: Yeah, I think that injury might be um, a bit of a… Self-inflicted.
0: Right. Right, my next story, Damo. Kurumbedi is the benchmark for test
1: wingers. Do you agree? I think he's the benchmark for effort for test wingers. He covers both sides of the of the field everywhere. He, Very I mean, busy. You know like that one cover tackle he made yeah. um against Mapimpi in the first test was exceptional. But then in the second test, he almost did exactly the same yeah. thing, and he corner flags it. He's all over the place. Loves in an a nice, doesn't in a, he? In a Loves good way. Loves an nice call. W- would I? Would I say he's the benchmark? No, he's not the benchmark for okay. for wingers. I just think his work rates the benchmark for yeah. wingers. I think so, there's better wingers out there.
0: So now I, I got me thinking, you know, and, uh-huh. and now I'm I feel a bit sore. Yeah. Okay, I've got a bit of a headache, but that got, got me. Some, thinking-
1: you got some lactic acid up there building in the top.
0: I've been working hard <laughs> but I sort of thought you know like going through the years starting from when it was professional mm-hmm. and let's say starting when John Alomu was around yes who has been the benchmark wingers going through until we are now so John Alomu benchmark always will be the benchmark for a winger
1: yeah the most dangerous yeah. ball player but then you go time.
0: you know who ha- who else has there been who else is it? Rico was a benchmark a few yeah, years yeah, yeah. ago.
1: Julian Savia. Julian
0: Savia was a benchmark. But Basin, then you, go, you know, basically New Zealand wings for ever
1: until <laughs>
0: recently. Yeah, but then there hasn't really been. Somewhat Colby, maybe. Yes, he was Colby. a benchmark. Yeah. Um,
1: Mipimpy, you could say, maybe, well, but then there's no. been others. No, I wouldn't say Mipimpy. Mean, M- M- Mipimpy's a damn fine player. Yeah, agree. But is he the benchmark?
0: Well, that's that's what I'm trying. I'm just yeah. falling here. But then you could go, um, who are the big guys for Australia who were playing on the wing? Um, God, what are their names? Oh, mid-2000s. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, uh, well, you've got my...
1: Can- my um, God, what's, what's his name? There's two Joe, of them. Joe Roth. Oh, I didn't nah, like Joe Roth. Never nah. was a fan. Dave Campisi was a benchmark winger. No. A lo- yeah, what? No. He was, mate. You were too young. It was like John Kerwin and him were the two benchmark oh, wingers. John Curwin. He was gross. class, mate. Class. Class. Who are you talking about? Oh, it's Wendell Sailor. Yes, Wendell Sailor. Was yeah. he a benchmark? Don't know. I don't think so. I'll tell you who was a benchmark. Is um Philal. He was a benchmark at fullback, wasn't yes, he? Yes,
0: he was. But then you've got, you know, I'm trying to find him here. Um Oh I can't, I can't, I can't can't do it. Uh he had like sort of little dreadlocks. Um Oh my gosh, this is annoying me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can see why.
0: I'll uh leave it with me. Leave it with me.
1: What about uh South Africa?
0: South Africa wide Brian Habana. Yes.
1: I think slightly overrated. Yeah. Really? <laughs> he wow. Was, he was very, very fast. But, and he had a decent kind of chip and chase. But he he was a good player. He didn't really have a step, did he? He or, was dangerous. That oh, was very dangerous. He was so fast though, wasn't he? So quick. So fast. Yeah. It's like Perry Baker, eh? You know, oh. like he is rapid. Yeah, but then you've also
0: got the other bloke, um, Tyler Niles. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So who, who at the you, maybe, maybe you've got to say he is at the moment because who, which winger in world rugby, you'd probably say Pimpy. Yeah. You'd put and you'd have Colby, wouldn't you? Colby's not really. Well, he's injured. Playing though, so you, he injured. can't be the benchmark. No, but I'm saying like right now, if you had to pick two wingers in the world, who would they be? It's not, not, there's not that many that just come no, no, straight to from, mind.
0: Nothing from New Zealand. Well, you know, I like Caleb Clark. I do, but, but I don't he? think he's a benchmark.
1: No. Very interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe he is. Maybe he is the benchmark at the moment for test wingers. He's the best out of a uh, pretty kind of good bunch, but not exceptional bunch well, of players. Well, Jordan's name was thrown around. No. No, 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 no way. No, not, no nah. not on the wing. No. Chuck Geordie Barrett on there. I feel really sorry for Will Jordan, because I think if Will Jordan had been playing at fullback, we would have seen his tri telly just go through the roof. Oh, 100%. Imagine if he was dipping in and out of the oh, line. Oh, my Lovely. goodness. My goodness me. Right, mate. Is it my story or yours? Yes.
0: No, I'm, I'm just, I just did one.
1: Okay, so my one is... Yankees responds to hotel scandal. Oh,
0: what was the scandal? With
1: cryptic social media posts. Now, Elton Yankees, father of three, married. It looks like he and team dietitian, I can't even, Zenit of I've Of Cena. Yeah, were expelled from Spring Rock training camp. Yesterday after newspaper headlines in South Africa in South Africa reported the pair had a little bit of a rendezvous really a little cool in a hotel co- prior to the to the uh, rugby championship game against the All Blacks now wow. it seems like he's been dobbed in Oh, by who being rented out by a father and their son who was staying in the B B and B prior to the All Black might ma- match spotted them and then heard them. Oh, Nova Scotia. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Heard them up against the <laughs> The thing is, they, they had a little bit of uh, intimate sounds coming there. And then oh. later in the evening, a heated discussion. Wow. So, um, yeah, you can thank the father and his son who thought that he was a good man. So Elton Yankee's been a very, very naughty boy. Very bad man hope he's not a father of four now In nine months time That's it's all awful. I've got to say No So not
0: good No, not good And actually Lottie Takiri. Lottie Takiri. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy I was thinking oh, he, he was a good, good player. player But the thing that got me about Wendell Saylor <laughs> Is he used to wear gloves
1: <laughs> uh, Anyone that wears gloves, I'm a big fan <laughs> oh, Keep those village. hands warm the Absolutely village Oh <laughs> Jeepers. I love a good. I love you know the mittless, no the fingerless yes, fingerless gloves. Club. Oh, oh yes, boys. And do you know the other thing that really did my uh-huh. nuttin? What's that? You may be too young, but there was a moment where they had these nasal strips, oh. <laughs> and they went across the ridge of the nose, and apparently you could breathe so much better. <laughs> oh, I'm a professional cyclist.
0: Come, rugby player. <laughs> No, sit down, take it off. (laughs) Yeah, get a grip, eh?
1: (laughs) Oh, I love that. So, um, it's always good to have a bit of scandal in world rugby, isn't it?
0: Agreed.
1: Alton Yankees. A bit of a shame because Alton actually, I I rate him as a as a bench player. Yes, coming on to change the game. Trim though, Awful 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 trim and awful starter. Yes, you wouldn't want him starting. He's shown that recently in performances. But coming off the bench, good off the tee, but also r- changes the game a bit he's for South He's pretty good from hand as well, He's actually. very good from hand, yeah. Yeah. But he's just not great at controlling a game. No. No, he's not a born leader. No. Mate, it's time for what caught your eye. Yes. Not much to catch your eye, sir. No, but I, I quite like I, I like one of them. Mmm. I thought you would. Yes. Do you want to do it? Over to you. Carlos Spencer's son. I know.
0: Shines
1: for Hamilton boys. Yeah,
0: you like the old Hamilton boys as well. I do like Hamilton boys.
1: Uh, Now, for those that don't know, Hamilton boys is like the rugby academy in New Zealand at the moment. They just Just pump out all black after all black after all black.
0: um, And growing up, it was like that. You know, it was them, it was Rotorua boys that were really good. Uh, Gisborne boys was really good at the time. Yeah. And then you've obviously got Auckland Grammar, you know, things like, or schools like that. But yeah. Hamilton was always, if you could beat them. You are doing well. You were doing real well. Because they're,
1: they're part of a thing called the Super 8. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that Super 8 is uh, boys, Gisborne Boys High School, I think Tauranga Boys High School, Hamilton, Rotorua. Um Palmerston North, New Plymouth. Uh Auckland grammar maybe? Yeah, probably, yeah. Someone up there. And maybe one or two others. Yeah. Um but yeah, very good.
1: Now what, what caught my eye was actually similar to that story was Reuben Love. Yeah. Okay. Reuben Love playing at fullback. Cut Otago to pieces on occasions. And it's the first time in a while I've seen a youngster who's, I'm like, whoa. Exciting. That is really quite special. He,
0: he was on the fringes of Welling- uh well, Super Rugby, yeah. Hurricanes, wasn't he? Yes.
1: Was but he they playing, were playing at 10, 10 though? Yes. Very, old. I mean, he's so quick. This, this, is he's he? got great feet. Right. Now, he, he was like 18 when he's, you know, he's only a real yeah. young pup. I think there's a bit of a bright future, which made me think where in world rugby is the real young kids who are just ripping it up. And I, I, I'm a bit worried because I can't really think across all the teams, anyone who's like really young. Now there isn't, I have to admit, I don't know the name. There was a South African winger who debuted recently. Um, who was really, really good, and oh, he was really? very, very young. Right. But, you know, where is the Cheslin Colby's? Where is the Rico Gears? Where where Rico are they?
0: Ioane. Well, Rico Ioane was oh, super Rico young, Yarni, wasn't he, when he made when he came debut. In. But doesn't seem he to be, was God.
1: Where's the George Norths? Yeah. You know, very young, ripping yeah, it true. up. And I just think at the moment, we've got a bit of a void, don't we, yeah. of real quality talent. Where's the Damian McKenzie's? Remember when he came on? You know, unbelievable. God, what a guy. Rich Mewanga, when he first came in the scene, yeah. ripping it up. Well, you, could go,
0: you could go, you could go further back, you know, Dan Carter, Hooper. He,
1: M- Michael Hooper. Yeah. Dan no. Carter
0: was young. Richie McCaw was young. Who else yeah. was young?
1: Um, the Curry boys were young for England. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know, you've got, um, just, there isn't that at the moment, is no. there? There's no real youngsters. And I'm not saying that, no. that, that, that that's a good thing or a bad, bad thing, but it does make me think.
0: Mm. Well, I think nowadays it's more, all oh, we like experience and you, they don't necessarily give the youngsters a chance.
1: No, but I'm watching the NPC, and that's where they are coming out of school, mate. They're coming yes, out the, of school yes, straight into the. Yeah, they're but, not ripping it up. Oh, they're not ripping it up. Okay. Right, and and that's my kind of worry. Right, that that's what you're worried about. So I'm wondering why. Why do you think it is that there's been a gap in talent? Rather than the back and the way it was before, where we t- we tended to have like a conveyor belt of world. This is what I'm talking world. A conveyor belt of talent that always came through. As soon as as soon as someone, especially on the wing in New Zealand, as soon as someone you think like right, they're amazing. No one's ever going to replace them. Before you know it, there's another winger. Yeah, just like yeah, we
0: were, we we were sort of a, a belt or conveyor belt, conveyor belt of quality. Mm. And I don't think that's happening. Well, it's been blocked off.
1: Now, the only thing I can think of around the world is club rugby. Okay? Club rugby. Because I'm a big believer, at the age of 18, there's no way you're going to come in and rip it up. You're just not not big enough. You're not strong enough. You're not mature enough. You're not mature enough Mm. either. And you kind of need at least two or three years in senior men's rugby before you're then gonna rip it up at MPC. You know, you look at someone like Jonah Lomo back in the day, he was eighteen when he first played his test match. Now but he was big enough, strong enough, but he wasn't mature enough. No. And it, it took him a couple of years no. before he started ripping up. Damien. <laughs> Damien Damien Warren. Yes. Should Yes, Toby Harris. Should New Zealand have a draft system? Yes, but not straight out of. I think right. If New Zealand really wanted to improve their rugby, the only problem is that they'd they'd lose a lot of players, and that's that's the that's the byproduct. Maybe if you had a world rugby thing, where basically you're saying to to, to countries, the world rugby rulers, they cannot play international rugby until the age of let's say twenty two. Right. So we're saying that. So we're saying, to kids, they finish school. They go and play club rugby. They go to university, and then they can go and play for the big boys. Past well, that. if you, if
0: you think about NFL, yep. NBA, yeah, <clears throat> these these sorts of competitions in America, high school, yeah, and then college, yeah, is huge, yeah. But then NFL comes after college, yeah, and that draft is obviously in between, yeah. So they, if you think about it, they have done high school. Yeah, they've got a degree. Yeah, they've played three, four years of college basketball, football, whatever. And then, at the age of twenty-one, twenty-two, they I think, then come I think, become I think, professional.
1: I think that's the way it should be.
0: I think it is, but do you know what? I don't think there's enough money to have that. The, the competitions between. No. That's where you're wrong. University. That's where you're wrong. isn't big enough in New Zealand. It doesn't matter.
1: The problem being is that you might get one country doing it but you won't get everyone and that's where world rugby need to come in there with their size whatever boots and say look it's not whether they call it not safe whatever they want to say it's not in the best interest of the player and they need a blanket across and you know it just needs to suck it up because I think it's it's not you know, I'm looking, you know, when we do these quizzes yeah. about where are they now? What are they doing now? Mate, dry up. Dry, like, you know, back in the day, Conrad Smith was a lawyer. You know, he went, studied law. Yeah. So he could do that. Yeah, now you've got but putting now, weepu on, you on
0: <laughs> making pies. <laughs> do
1: you know what I mean? It's like, if you're a professional rugby player, yeah. most of the time, you don't have anything behind you anymore. You've gone to school. Yeah. You've done that. And then you're injured at 25 and you know you've got a long old time left, and you've got nothing. Don't think it's in the best interest of the player. So, I think club rugby, if you focus on club rugby and world rugby, needs to get involved. Actually, it strengthens, strengthens rugby across the world as well. The only other thing is two things from me: tackling across the board in the NPC, terrible, really shocking. Um, maybe that's down to the 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 quality of the players being too young yeah, not being physically enough I don't know and the Farah Palmer Cup the final took place and guess who won? Canterbury Canterbury against the Blues really dominated I am looking forward to the World Cup <laughs> the Women's World Cup yeah I think it's going to I honestly watched that Farah Palmer Cup wasn't just because Canterbury won it was a really good game
0: what, what was, was the standard like?
1: standard was good yeah um they only had about 3,000 people supporting them. Okay. But they, at least they played it on in a small ground. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought standard was excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Not like I've seen in the past. So there is hope there. Good. So World Cup's going to be great.
0: Yeah. will be good. will be good.
1: Listener's questions. It is, yeah. Go for it. You read that one out, mate. I will.
0: Hi, guys. I'm a massive fan of the Wallabies. Do you really think that they can win the Bledisloe Cup? If you do, what should their game plan be? And that's Max, either from Sydney or Max Sydney.
1: I'm guessing Sydney since he's a Wallabies but, fan. Yep. I did think they could win the Bledisloe Cup. I think, I, I mean, it would be the biggest shock now with all their injuries. Would and it be the biggest shock or would you yeah. be, wow, I think, didn't expect it? I think now if it would be an all-time low in New Zealand rugby history, if New Zealand and the state where they're in, against Australia, with all the injuries they've got, if they were to lose both games of the Blederslow. to To win the Blederslow, Australia need to win both. Now, I can't... And, and, wait for this, if they win the first one, then the second one's at Eden Park. So we've got a double whammy here. (laughs) which is which is which is history which is one is history and the other one is they haven't lost the bledder zone 20 odd years and they've got all the injuries I really felt if they had gone across there with their strongest team this year they would have beaten the All Blacks but I just can't see it if they are to do it how if you were the coach you Dave Rennie what would you be saying them to do Kick high
0: <laughs> <laughs> depends what the weather was gonna be like, I guess uh I'd just say you've gotta get up in their faces, you've gotta be very, very physical, yeah you've gotta make the game line, you've gotta hit every ruck, like your life depends on it, and two, you've just two, got to, two weeks in a row, yeah, which is gonna be obviously really, very hard. hard, yeah, but you've only got two more games,
1: yeah, I think they can win, I think they One. can win
0: game. But I don't think they will win. No.
1: I think if they allow the All Blacks to be physical, the All Blacks will win. They need to fling it and yang it. Yes. Right? They need to fling it and ying it because I think there's no better team in World Rugby than Australia when they spread the ball wide. Oh, it's lovely, isn't
0: it? It's it is beautiful. good to Beautiful.
1: They have that natural. They go on the inside ball, they go on the outside ball, they've got lovely lines of running, but I just can't see it. I can't see it. No, And you know, this is coming from me who who isn't the biggest All Black supporter at the moment when it comes to their performances but I just don't think there's any chance of Aussie winning two in a row no I agree um, I agree, and I feel a bit sorry for Dave Rennie because I think if they had had their full side I think I, I couldn't see them not winning
0: I could have seen it being a lot closer than I think it will be now mm. Um, but going off the beers and going about history how many times do you think Australia have won the series. Now, the series started in, I can tell you, 1932, okay? And there's been 62 overall series since it started.
1: Really? 62? 62 series. I'm going to say might be just more than double figures because, you know, All Blacks have won the last 20. <laughs> so so that's not bad, is it? And then mm. All Blacks had real dominance for a long time at the start. Aussie had a really good run. But I'm going to say they've, like, how many times? So 60-odd 60 times?
0: 62 times it's been played, for, yep. so series-wise.
1: I'm going to say, like,
0: 12. You're spot on. Hey,
1: that's not bad, is that's it?
0: That's really good, yeah. 12. That's terrible. New Zealand have won 49 <laughs> times and it's been drawn once. Been drawn oh once. Oh, God. I yeah, can, that yeah, is just... ridiculous. So the last time Australia won was 2002. two. Two thousand so twenty so yeah, years ago. 20 years
1: ago. Wow.
0: 20 years ago. And My... they won it one, two, three, four, five years on the bounce.
1: Aussies before that. Mm, Yeah, they had a real good patch,
0: didn't they? Yeah, ninety eight to two thousand
1: and two. Wow, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, they did have a good team back then. Now, my question to you is: uh, Nick White. Yes. A week and a bit ago, uh, gets a little touch in the face, goes down like a sack of spuds. You're the coach. Yeah. I'll bring him off. Well, <laughs> what would you do? Is yeah, I'll bring him off. Would you play him the next week?
0: I'd have to have a hard word with him if he did it a lot, like um, Civerese.
1: <laughs> it was awful, mate. It was embarrassing.
0: So yeah, I'd, I'd have a hard word and be like, "We're not about that." I didn't care if we would win or lose, but I, if if we won, I'd still have a word with him. If we lost, I'd still have a word with him. It would, it, I'd just be like, "No, that's not the ethos of this, of rugby in general in this team. What mm. what are you doing?" I'd hold him accountable.
1: Do you know what I would have done? I would have taken him off and I would have made him I would have made him apologise on TV to the fans. Oh yeah, well you're a hard man. I would have said, listen a lot of young kids out there watching you, Nick yeah. go and say you got it wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: I think that's what they should have done. He's paying the price now but it's a week too late. I think Dave Rennie got that wrong. Yeah. I don't think Nick White's I mean he's a very good player. Yeah, he is. But I think you, you can't do what he did no and actually I think it would have been I think the Australian public would have been more than happy with that because I think if you're an Aussie you would have been I mean let's be honest there has been some <laughs> some history of Aussie you know doing things that they shouldn't do like the Underarm bowl we can all talk about that one <laughs> can <the> sandpaper we? <laughs> mate I didn't even think about that one so maybe maybe they wouldn't be that happy I don't know but uh, I think it would have been good yeah Good forward yeah. rugby.
0: Um, you mentioned um, was it the Farah Cup,
1: Farah Palmer Cup.
0: Farah yeah. Palmer Cup. I want to know who the do Farrah, you think Farrah Farrah Farrah, Palmer, sorry, Cup. Cup. Mm. I want to know who you think is going to win the women's World Cup, and obviously we're going to cover that when it happens. Yeah, we're going to have it on Super Brew. Yep, and I'm going to finish in the top half this year.
1: <laughs> I think it's basically out of England, France, and New Zealand. Yes. They are really the only three teams that are vying for it. Yes. I think New Zealand will be better than France. Okay. But I'm not convinced. Um, (laughs) I'm not convinced that they can beat England. No, I agree. Now, at home, they are at home. Yes, they are. And if they make the final against England. It'll be tough for England. I think that extra support might just do you think help them. Not saying it'll be enough because I think the gap might have might have minimised, but I don't think it was a big gap. It was a too, big gap, wasn't it? And do you know what? It was a big gap in it was a big gap in performance, but it was also a big gap in kind of um, conditioning, professionalism, professionalism. And
0: we talked about it, didn't and we? And
1: we've only he's only had, he's only had six months.
0: Yeah, it's not necessarily long enough to work. No wonders.
1: No, you, you got on one side you got people that look like athletes and you got on the other side ones that look like uh um, semi pros at the moment. Give them another year of gym work and whatever, then they'll look professional. But at the moment they're like semi pros, not full pros. And saying so that I do love women's sport for the for the sheer joy of their winning. Yes. Like you know when the men win. Yeah. It's kind of like they were, they're used to all the cameras. They're used to the way that you've got to talk to. You know, when England women won the won the football, it was just funny ass. Yeah. And when I watched Canterbury, well, they were swearing all yeah, over live yeah, television yeah. and things I like that. I have to that. go because I'm going to swear. Yeah. <laughs> and I just <laughs> I I want to go great. celebrate. Brilliant. Go. Yeah. Go and celebrate. Yeah. So it's great. It's great. So I think England will win. Yep. But oh, I yes, but I, I hope I, I, agree. I hope New Zealand yes, will win. Obviously. Mate, we're gonna finish off the show. It's been a quick show tonight. It today. is. We're only out of 40 minutes, mate. Wow. Plus, I've got to cut a few bits out. <laughs> uh, we're going to go higher or lower. Okay. So, I'm going to start with certain things. And then, what is higher or lower? Okay. So, these are your four options. Okay. Takiyahu. Takiyahu. Yeah? Yep. Rob Valentini. Yep. Pablo Montero oh. or Caleb Clark who is the heaviest and who is the lightest
0: Takiaho is the heaviest can okay. you go through the names again
1: yep you got Takiaho Yeah, you got Valentini you've got Pablo Montero and you got Caleb Clark
0: and I think Valentini is the lightest
1: so I would say you are correct on the heaviest okay Wrong, on, wrong the on the lightest. Caleb Clark is the lightest. Oh, okay.
0: By how many kilograms?
1: Uh, by three. Oh, right. <laughs> so it goes, it goes, uh, Takiaho Valentini. Right. There's only two cases in between them. And then there's a bit of a drop off to Pablo Montero. But Caleb Clark is still 107. <laughs> it's heavy, eh? <laughs> That is ridiculous. <laughs> Rob Valentini is a massive unit. Yeah. 113. Takiaho, 115. Oof. Wow, okay. It's heavy. Age. Okay. Age. You got those same players? Yeah. Who is the youngest? Who is the oldest? Um.
0: Pablo Matera is the oldest, and Taki Aho <laughs> is the youngest, but
1: I think maybe only just. Okay, so you are correct on the heaviest. And you are wrong on the youngest. Okay. Cale Clark is the youngest, oh, 23. Rob Valentini, 24. Wow. And Tokiaho, 25. Oh. Pablo Montero, 29. He's the same age yeah, as me. Yeah, there you go. Oh. There's still a chance, Chalk mate. and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number of test matches. Okay. Actually, I can't do that one. I can only do it out of two. No, I can't. That's a waste of time. Height. Height. <laughs> Who's the tallest? Who is the shortest?
0: Um, Valentini. I don't even know who Valentini you is. You do.
1: He's the big unit from Australia that you were like, oh my goodness, the guy's big here. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, he's the, the tallest. Big, yeah. Okay, he's As, the tallest. Tokyo
0: He's is <laughs> the
1: shortest. So you are correct yeah. on the tallest, and you are. Correct ah. on the light, yeah. Because uh, I'm the shortest. I know that
0: Caleb Clark's pretty tall, and then obviously yeah. Pablo.
1: Caleb Clark's 190, uh, 189, Okay. Pablo Montero one ninety two, uh, Valentini one ninety three, and Caleb Clark one eighty three. So
0: I'm yeah. actually
1: taller than uh, <laughs> uh, Tokiaho. Yeah. So am
0: mm. I. Uh, no, you're not. You say <laughs> you, you were
1: shorter than me. On my passport. On my passport, my official document. <laughs> Two meter Peter. They <laughs> measure the wrong thing. Come <laughs> here. I'll be very small. Imagine if that was on your passport. <laughs> I'd twinkle <it> out. <laughs> You need the you did the walk through the airport. Very I'm feeling
0: good and passport control. Oh god oh, oh, oh. You, I don't want to travel.
1: <laughs> you got the old female passport stamper oh, I was cold <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Sir, as always
0: How can fans
1: or listeners help us uh sending us some common sense <laughs> <laughs> what a way to finish <laughs> the superpower of reading well <laughs> that would be a good one. uh no just like share subscribe write us an email i only had two two emails two. that's Passing poor for jason that's poor he's been our regular yeah, now good you, a slip, slipping, Sh- or shall we say darren Darren. Yeah. Darren. Yeah, slipping. It's because you've given him so much chip about his long emails. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's always a pleasure doing the show yes. with you. Patreon also though. Patreon, yeah, if you've got a few Click. squids to share, then that's Click absolutely fantastic. the link below. But most importantly, I just hope you enjoy the show. Yes. And um, tell your friends and family. Definitely. Until next time. See you later. <laughs>